I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Real Estate for Life. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home or moving to a more family-friendly or Christian area, please consider going to realestateforlife.org. They will pair you with expert real estate professionals who share your faith, and they will also contribute a portion of their commission to a pro-life charity of your choice, all at no cost to you. So to connect with a pro-life realtor, please visit realestateforlife.org or call them at 1-877-LIFE-US-1. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to A Reason for Hope Candid. We're here with myself, Alanis, contact coordinator here at Array of Hope, along with Jack. Hey, hey, hey. And Jimmy. Jimmy. We're the audio guys. The audio boys. On the opposite side of the glass today. Who occasionally talk about faith, hope, and love. Ooh. And then we check in with Dr. David Hyduck to make sure we're not saying anything. We are. Medical. <laughs> How many seconds in? 56 <laughs> seconds in when we've already dropped a David Hyduck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just have to mention him every episode. Yeah, just, we're contract- right, just little names. Contractually up. obligated, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fun. Now that that's out of the way. <laughs> Today's questions are created by ChatGPT. Which is? <laughs> an artificial intelligence system. Yeah. Is this the first time you use that? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. so Jimmy was talking to, I think, the, the people who help us with our website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they have a podcast. And he was like, dude, we do them all the time. And we just use this ChatGPT to like create the questions. And the questions are so good. They, it did a great job, yeah. minus the one. It's within it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. It's really creepy. It's yeah, really clutch. within seconds. I and I had to enter my personal information, which was also creepy, but oh, no. uh, it's all good. Um, so does this answer the questions in your voice now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe in like six months' time. Yeah. It, it's it's crazy though. It uh, is we, cool. we have our own questions too, but I wanted to test it out because I was talking to my friend Nick, and he he actually told me about it. Mm. And he was using it for some like crazy stuff. I think he used it for like a uh, cover letter. Well, so I was just going to ask, like, are kids using this to like write oh, a essays now? Oh, a million percent. Not, it, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. That's crazy. Just yeah. like write me an essay on Catcher in the Rye and then it's done. Yeah, we're, we're not, yeah, precisely. We're not, we're not promoting this. I think, and here we are, we're two minutes and 30 seconds. Something in to try. Something and we're already try. mentioning Jordan Peterson's name. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, Nick Nick told me that that <laughs> he saw like a video of Peterson saying that he asked ChatGPT or some AI yeah. network to write, you know, the next like the thirteenth rule of life because he's got those those 12. books, twelve yeah. rules mm-hmm. for life, mm-hmm. to write the thirteenth rule in the style of like the King James, you know, version Bible, what? et cetera, et cetera, and it did it instantaneously and and peterson was like if i didn't know any better and like i would have thought i wrote this um aside if we're going to be talking about peterson i didn't know but a suit company made him 12 suits that were all based on his 12 rules have you have you seen them (laughs) so he was on i think he was on rogan or something and he had a suit and it was two different colors it was blue and red yes i've seen that and it's called the heaven and hell suit and the heaven oh. side is made with sheep leather hmm. and the other or sheep wool is... and the other is goat. <laughs> and the inside of it, the lining yeah. is like a heaven and hell scene. 
Dang. Yeah, and I was like, that's a I'm cool. not familiar with his 12 rules, so I don't know what that symbolizes. Oh, okay. Well, but we'll, we'll talk cool. about it off air. Yeah. Cool. Well, surprisingly, we're not going to be talking about AI today. We're talking about temperaments, which yes. is very <laughs> exciting. I think this is a huge buzzword in the Catholic world. Like whenever I go, even at home, I live in a community of Catholics. So you just hear the words phlegmatic, choleric, sanguine all the time. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like something you hear in passing. And I definitely am a huge contributor to the buzzword. Hmm. <laughs> well, what, what are the temperaments? Yeah. So how many are there? What are they? And what where do they come from? What are the history of the temperaments? So the temperaments are, they can be defined as descriptors of your behavior, but where personality types differ from your temperament is that throughout time, with age, within, um, I guess, even just like the wounds you encounter, your personality type can shift, oh. but your temperament should, in theory, stay the same because it's something that was given to you by God at birth. So wow. it's not something that can really change um, in theory. Hey, want to help make this podcast better? Go to our survey URL in the show notes and leave your mark on A Reason for Hope. I don't know if I fully mm, agree man, with that, that. That just ruined my questions. Did it? Yeah. If it could change as you grow older? Yeah, because while looking through like the four different uh, temperaments, I feel like I, I've changed mm. as I've gotten older. And my questions were, um, do you think it's possible for our temperaments to change as we get older? Right. I guess I didn't understand the difference between temperaments and personality type. Yeah. Um, but, and then my my follow-up to that was, what do you think could change your temperaments? Like yeah. what things, like loss, success, finding your faith, losing your faith. But you're saying mm. that God gives it to you when you're born and that's kind of, for mm-hmm. the most part, how you are the rest of your life. Right. And that's the thing. A lot of people suggest that whenever you're taking the test, you should think back to your childhood self because that's mm. when you would exemplify the temperaments to its like truest form. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. I'm reading this book right now. It's called Captivating. Just aside here, if you're a woman, read this book. It's so mm. incredible. It's just about unveiling the mystery of woman. And um, What is yeah, it called again? Captivating. Okay. It's like about the feminine genius. Yeah. So in this book, they she's talking about how throughout life we make these like packs within ourselves. So whenever we get wounded by someone, we pack mm-hmm. to like not do something in order to make sure that we're safe in the future. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys can relate to that. Yeah, like putting up a wall. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Being yeah, guarded. yeah. 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 Like 100%. I feel like when I was younger, a lot of my friends, quote unquote friends, wouldn't like really listen to me. So I feel like because of that, I've almost taken a vow of silence sometimes. And Mm. that's why I have a hard time speaking or like, Mm. um, so if I would take the test, I would probably, if I took the test with that in mind, with that wound in place, I'd probably be a melancholic because melancholics are more Mm. quiet. They're more introspective. So you have to keep in mind, like what is your, in your most fully alive state, what temperament would you be? But back to your initial question, how many temperaments are there? Yeah. So, there are four temperaments. Mm-hmm. We've got the melancholics, the cholerics, the sanguines, and the phlegmatics. Just a question. How familiar are you guys with the temperaments? Yeah, barely. I reviewed them last night, but yeah. I, already, I almost already forget. Uh, it's very new for me. I mean, you're, you're, you were saying that in your community, it's like they're buzzwords. Everybody's yeah. using them all the time. I, But the first time I'd actually heard of any of these was at one of our staff meetings Mm -hmm. where, you know, we take turns at our staff meetings talking about 
uh, a particular aspect of the faith that uh, that we've been studying or that you know has been affecting us recently in a, in a positive way. So you brought this up. So that was the first time I had heard about them. Mm. What about you, Jim? I think reading the descriptions, I have been aware of them all the time. I didn't know right. that they had names. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I, and seeing like we have little cheat sheets up here, seeing all of them listed together, and then the weakness weaknesses also. Like, you know, when you, you read something online and it's like about ADD or something and you're like, oh man, I totally have that. Because yes. you read the things and you're yes, like, oh, yes, that, yes. like that's totally me. Yeah. I was reading, <laughs> I was kind of reading each of these. I was like, that's totally me. Um, I still haven't decided which I am or figured out which I am. Right. Well, we can um, guess for you later. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That, I'm looking be fun. forward to that. It's kind of consoling in a way to like read about it and be like, whoa. I'm not crazy. Like yeah. There's a term for yeah. the person I am. Or, or yeah. it's also interesting to see like all the strengths or like the strong yeah. uh, attributes of these temperaments mm. and seeing like, oh man, I really don't like that one thing about myself mm-hmm. or how I react to situations. But like there's a lot of other things that I didn't realize are huge strengths because of the way that I am. Yes. yes. You know? Like yes. what you can tap into a little bit more. Right. Yeah. So let me rephrase my question then. Mm. So maybe temperaments don't change. But can we learn to adapt our personality type or our personality or behaviors? Because this is like a not learned behavior. This is like instinctual. Mm. Mm -hmm. Can we learn how to say there's one thing on that list that you're like, man, that really is something I struggle with and it it hurts me more than it helps me. Yeah. How can we flip that around. Yeah. I think when the Lord created us in his own perfect plan, he didn't want us to have any of these like pitfalls of the temperaments. Mm. So we're supposed to like properly order them in a Mm. way that uh, we don't have any of the negative aspects of Mm. the temperament. So as a choleric, I didn't just say I was a choleric. I'm just saying if I was a choleric, (laughs) I I really don't. Okay. Anyway. We are all called to be good stewards, whether that means making wise financial decisions for our families, for our parishes, or for organizations that we may advise or direct. Owning gold and silver is easy, and we're happy to be partnered with St. Joseph's, who has exclusively focused on helping families protect their wealth in gold and silver for over a decade. Their pricing is very competitive, and their dedicated retirement team was recognized last year as only one of two dealers in the nation who meet the stringent criteria of integrity, value, and dependability by an independent trust company. Take the steps today to protect your family from potential financial stress and allocate some of your hard-earned dollars to gold and silver as good stewards. Go to www.stjosephpartners.com forward slash array of hope to learn how you can protect your loved ones at this important moment in history. Again, that is www.stjosephpartners.com forward slash array of hope. Let's list them. I, have, Sorry, I don't yeah, think we've listed them. Can, yes. can you tell, turn around? Yeah, tell tell us what they are, Alanis, oh, please. Oh, sure, sure. So melancholics are more of the, as I mentioned, more introspective. Mm-hmm. They internalize things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really based off their reaction, as we were talking about earlier. Their reaction as a melancholic. Can you actually pull up the graph for me? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So you guys may be familiar with the graphs of the temperaments. I highly recommend you do it. So it's basically your reaction and impression time. So Mm. a melancholic's reaction is very slow, but their impression lasts very long. So if you offend a melancholic, they may not feel it right away, but then it'll eat them up alive at night and they'll Mm. think about it for hours Mm. and they'll internalize it and they'll be like, woe is me, everything sucks. 
et cetera. Mm. So yeah, a choleric, wow. their reaction time is very quick. They're passionate. When they believe in something, they are gung-ho about it. Mm. But their impression time is also very lasting. So because of that, they tend to hold grudges. They tend to be unforgiving. Mm. Mm. So yeah, just anyway. So sanguins. Sanguins, very similar to cholerics. Their reaction time is very quick. So they're super passionate. I like to think about it. If you go to a party, a sanguine is like the life of the party. They're super popular. Um, they'll see someone and they'll be like, oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. I'm so excited to be here. Blah, 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 blah. They'll talk to you for like five minutes until they see someone else. And their impression of you just like dips pretty quickly. <laughs> and then they'll move on to the next person. Sanguines tend to have like lots of best friends. Yeah. Um, They're good actors, right? I guess so. Yeah. 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 That's that's like one of the… I'm feeling personally attacked right now. Really? 100%. <gasps> Looks like you're a sanguine. Why? Really? Yeah. I think so. We just described you, have, you. You're an extrovert who has a high need to include and be close to others. Mm. Yeah, perhaps. I'd perhaps. Say that, I'd say that that's… Well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Sorry, make so, it about me. I can see that for you. I can. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, and there's right. one more. There's yeah, one more. one more. Can't forget about the phlegmatics. <laughs> the phlegmatics. And so what did phleg- you call me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> Sounds flags. like an insult. Yeah. All of my fellow phlegs, the they, flags. they respond very slowly and their impression time is very slowly. So basically, they're unp- unopinionated and they're very chill, go with the flow. Hmm. Things don't really offend them. You know it's messed up, Jack. I'm seeing this graph and I'm thinking of it as like a compressor setting. (laughs) (laughs) An audio plugin. It's a compressor. Like like slow attack, slow release, fast attack. Decay. It's just my brain. Yeah. Okay, so those are the four types. Yeah. uh, Which is cool. And this graph is great. Maybe we'll add it in like the show notes. Yeah. We'll make a PDF of it. Put it in the show notes so you guys can look at it. And it's easier seeing it than reading it for me. I was like, oh, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. 100%. well, I, you know, and what's interesting, when I was reflecting on this, my my father-in-law explains himself as a professional observer in a sense. So like okay. in, in the workplace, he loves to like observe people and observe mm. what what type essentially of personality they are. Sure. Mm-hmm. And and so I guess they're more personalities than than temperaments because um his point is that you you should try and be a chameleon in a way. Mm. So the the four personality types that he talks of are drivers, analytics, expressives, and amiable people. I so mean, that kind that's of translates directly into these. Yeah. It's basically the temperament. So a yeah. driver would be like, you know, like choleric. What was also interesting in some of the slides you sent us, Alanis, was that mm-hmm. all of the temperaments aligned with the ele- elements of, mm-hmm. of nature, mm-hmm. essentially air, fire, um, water, earth. water, earth. Thank you. Hey, everybody. We got some exciting news. We have a whole new Array of Hope app and channel, a video destination where everyone can find meaningful and inspiring videos and resources to help bring them closer to God. This is available on your desktop, Roku, Apple TV, iPhones, and Android mobile phones and tablets. This channel has movies, short, faith-filled segments, live events, and programs. You've got to check it out. Sign up by going to watch.arrayofhope.net and then download the app at the App Store by just typing in Array of Hope. So like a driver would be choleric fire. Um, Analytic, I think, would probably be melancholic. Yeah. uh, Which was earth. 
Uh-huh. Uh, expressive would be sanguine, sanguine. Yeah. Yes. which I think was air, yeah. right? And yeah. then amiable would be phlegmatic, yes. which was water. Like right. go with the flow. Yeah. Like ah. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. I, I, I love, I, I kind of, I, I guess made that connection somehow last night when I was reflecting. And, mm. and but I, what I, what I wanted to touch on was again my father-in-law's, um, um sort of incentive to to be a chameleon in a way hmm. to be able to adapt to the situation at hand so that okay I need to be a driver in this situation okay I need to hmm. be an analytic here I need to you know st- stay back and just kind of keep quiet uh, or oh, I need to be expressive here I need to mm-hmm. I need to public you know be a public speaker I need to entertain this crowd or I need to be amiable I need to hmm. to be passive or or just friendly I think that's we might have a, a certain temperament that we're that we're geared towards that God has really given us. I think there is something to be said though for maybe trying to tap into uh, just through sheer willpower mm-hmm. other qualities of other temperaments given the situation at hand to whatever will bring about peace, faith, hope, and love within that circumstance, mm-hmm. perhaps. And another question that I had that popped into my head while we started was what do you what do you think Christ what temperament do you think Christ was I was just about to tell you that because that's a really great point I've heard mm. that Jesus is a perfect combination of all four temperaments yeah yeah that was my guess and if we want to be more Christ-like then we should exhibit right. all of those four temperaments so I think you do have a point but at I, least the good qualities right I find it interesting yeah, because yeah. If, if you try to be all four then if we're looking at this graph, would you just be flat? Mm. Wow. Right? Because mm. like, this is just an, uh, sorry, you guys can't see it, but caloric is just like a, an exaggerated version of fl- phlegmatic. Sanguine is the opposite, the opposite of sanguine is melancholic. Right. So if you, if huh. you combined all of them, I, it would just be flat. Right. Like if we look at reaction and impression times. Right. It would just be like. Which is true. Uh, like, should we be kind of steady? At all, mm, yeah, and I don't, I, I don't think it's so much I, of adding th- another thing, another temperament. It's like subtracting yours to right. not be so much or too little. Mm. It's weird, or would it be like rounded as opposed to jagged, which is on here? I don't know. I think I think keeping the the reaction and impression parameters might be important, though. I think if we get yeah. a, if we get too flat, this is just my first thought, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. If we get too flat. All of a sudden, we're tapping into a religion, perhaps like Buddhism, mm, where it's like you everything is. I, yeah, need, yeah. I need to like escape from reality. Mm. I need to mm. what? What is it? I need to the the full realization, uh, epiphany, understanding. I forget the term for it. Enlightenment. Enlightenment. Yeah, to just be fully enlightened, and so that I'm I'm above pain. Mm. But I'm also above pleasure. I'm above joy. Mm. I feel nothing. Right, right. That's right. not that exactly what. Yeah, that's mm. not. I don't think that's what God necessarily wants for us. Mm. But right. but to your point, Jimmy, um, and to and you said this to Alanis, like tapping into all of the good qualities, so that whatever we're reacting to or whatever is leaving an impression on us mm-hmm. is something that is drawing us closer to God, mm-hmm. perhaps. Yeah. This this whole thing reminds me of um, like love languages, which I feel mm-hmm. like we've talked about in another episode, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, and it says, you know, in, in this little uh, presentation that 
Alanis had made, it says it's important to know what your temperament is for like your relationships and your job and yeah. like what it is that you do. Yeah. So understanding how you are and how your partner is mm-hmm. will help you maybe even each other out. Right. Hey, we love that you listen to our Reason for Hope and we want to make it better for you. You can help us do that by filling out our survey. Just click on the URL in the show notes so we can help you dive even deeper into your faith. Let's talk about that a little yeah, bit. Sure. I mean, what what which uh, temperaments go well with the other temperament? Do we have that in here? I think it may be different for each person depending on what you desire. Because I know for mm. me, sure, I think I'll have to expose what I am. Sorry. Oh, so should we first guess? <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, were gonna, we were going to each guess yeah. what, we, yeah, guess what the that. other was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, All right, should so. we go from left to right? Yes. Yeah, so Alanis. Can I guess what you guys are? Guess yeah. Jack. Yeah. Jack. Yeah. I believe that you are a melancholic phlegmatic. Well, you can be too. Oh, because oh, there's a, a primary. primary and a secondary. Wow. Yes. That makes I'm more just, sense now. I'm yeah. just, I didn't million, read that far down the page. I'm one the million percent time. introverted. Okay. Wait, where'd the, where'd the graph go? Are where'd you, the graph do you go? consider yourself to be introverted? A million percent. Wow. A so, million percent. I There are times when I, hmm. I, I get extroverted, but it does, it like it does tire me out where hmm. I have to like kind of um, fuel up. Yeah, I gotta fuel up. Yeah, I gotta like go, like you know, go home and like read a book and fuel up again. One million percent. It's it's just funny because the when you did your staff meeting, Prezi. Do you remember what Prezi? I said to you? you yeah, Prezi. <laughs> he does not have enough time to say presentation, Jack. <laughs> it's like Kevin from the office when he like starts cutting words in <laughs> <laughs> sentences. Um, you would you would guess that I was maybe phlegmatic, but but not. Melancholic, I think you said like choleric, choleric. sanguine. But it's that's true. interesting. Actually, Can you repeat what you thought he was? I thought he was melancholic phlegmatic. Okay. But I think he may be melancholic choleric. No, so I, I agree with your first you do. guess. Okay. Although I think there are times when again, like trying to be a, a chameleon. You are a thinker after the fact. A million but you're percent. Also, yeah. Your work ethic is really good too. Well, so that's you. why I said choleric. There there are t- I, like I like trying to be a chameleon. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm not, no, Jesus is the perfect chameleon. Right. Mm. But, uh, yeah, there are times where we got to, where we got to lead. We got to step up, mm-hmm. you know, and so, but, but, yeah, overall, I think I'm, I'm a phlegmatic, <laughs> melancholic. Melancholic, phlegmatic. Man, yeah. this is hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Jimmy, why don't you guess? Well, no, you have to guess me Oh, now. I got to guess yeah, you. Yeah, left to right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think left you right. are a... A sanguine penguin. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. That's just, I can't help but say that. Yes. I think you're a, um, oh man, dude. Have to, right, let me think. I have to think too, to see if you're right. Hmm. You're definitely sanguine, I think. Mm-hmm. I, th- I said that already. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. You're either sanguine choleric or sanguine phlegmatic. Do you agree with that guess? Yeah. Yeah. I think there are parts of you that are a little melancholic. Definitely. Yeah, because, More yeah, so yeah, because now, you're an artist. But, but but I think that it's that's like the stuff that's happened in my life has mm-hmm. made me that way. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's more of like a wounded thing, not right. like a born with it thing. Interesting. Yeah. Because Interesting. up until things happened, I feel like I was very much 
I think I'm sanguine. I don't hold on to things for very long. Mm. I have you like, don't, no, yeah, it doesn't I, seem like it. Jack knows. <laughs> I go up and then it's like I come down pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and the phlegmatic thing, sometimes I don't go up that much. It's just depending on like, how, I guess how my day's going. I don't yeah. know. But I, I could see that. You go with That's the flow. That's a good prediction. So I'm, I'm a penguin with phlegm. <laughs> Sanguine phlegmatic. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 with phlegm. Which we is didn't talk about the, the history, right? The history, yeah. Did you know that it's literally, it means that you have too much phlegm within you? At least that's how the theory started. And that's that's why you'd be phlegmatic? Right. Really? Like you have an oh, so over- it was like a symptom of, they thought it was a symptom of something? Yeah. Oh my gosh, And then funny. for the sanguine, I think you had too much yellow bile in you. What? The choleric is black bile. Sanguine is actually, you have too much blood within you, I think. That's what it is. Wow. Oh. Are you sanguine, like in, a, sanguine in a song? Sang. Song lyric one time. Interesting. Okay. To mean what? I have to like <laughs> remember it, but Brie and, Brie and I wrote a song and it had sanguine door Ooh. in it. And I was kind of using it as the color, but there was like a, a mental or like a metaphysical term to it as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I think you're right, probably. Just, I'm melancholic sometimes. Maybe it's when I'm just feeling melancholy, you know? Yeah. We also, we didn't take the test, right? You didn't take There's the test. There's a test? Yeah. yeah. So you took it. Oh, I have so to yeah. take the test. The test literally has like 300 questions to it. Oh my the, gosh. The good <laughs> marriage <test>. prep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, but there are simpler, there are simpler <laughs> versions of it. Yeah. Um, Do not know. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not really sure. Haven't spoke about it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, okay. And then Alana, so did you give, did, uh, did you I have give to away guess. That, that, did she give it away that she was choleric? Well, no. she said, and she was Do like, I oh, not that I am. Think about no. it. Do I seem you choleric? Don't. <laughs> I think that you are a melancholic. Hmm. Phlegmatic. Phlegmatic. Incorrect. But close. I'm a phlegmatic melancholic. Oh, come on. <laughs> but oh, I'm like, oh. I'm, Semantics. I'm 87% phlegmatic and like, wow. 12, 7, 8, 9, 10, okay. 13% melancholic. So. Okay. Like, so like slow to anger, quick to um, forgive, right? Um, Would be pretty, phlegmatic. Pretty leveled. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Pretty leveled. Okay. So. Too much phlegm, huh? Too much phlegm. <laughs> I just got to blow my nose, man. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Dang. I love it. It takes some Zyrtec. I love it. Well, this, this is a really interesting topic and I kind of, it makes me want to, delve more into this and I definitely want to take that test maybe mm-hmm. in the description notes we'll put the test as the well test. so if you we guys will. want to That'd be awesome. uh, see what you are you can as well and let us know because it's uh, this is very interesting yeah we'll leave it in the show notes for you guys and go ahead take the test and then follow us on social media let us know what you guys are all of our socials are at Array of Hope Show and we'll see you guys in the next episode peace peace Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of A Reason for Hope Candid. Next week's podcast interview features Mario Costabile's interview with Father Carlos Martins. Father Carlos is an experienced exorcist, director of the Relics Ministry, Treasures of the Church, and a host of the Exorcist Files podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to follow our podcast so you're always in the loop for new releases. And make sure to follow Array of Hope on social media and check out AOH Music. You can find all this information in the show notes for this episode. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be with you next week for our interview with Father Carlos Martins titled Relics and the Power of the Saints. Until next time, peace be with you.